Ladies, today we're going to talk about hydration, hydration, hydration. Did you know water doesn't have to be boring, but it is so important, especially during pregnancy, that we get the water in. So today we're going to discuss different ways to make your water more exciting. Hey ladies, welcome today to another episode, One Simple Step Today. Today we're going to be discussing water and hydration. Water doesn't have to be boring. If you're new here, welcome. I hope this is helpful for you and be sure to hit onesimplestep.today for a lot more helpful information and tips. So during pregnancy, water consumption is so important. Let me back up. Water consumption is important for all of us, but it is even more important during pregnancy. And I know during that first trimester, it can be a challenge, especially when you're nauseated and you've got morning sickness and you're trying to consume water and it just makes you upset or to your stomach. So let's discuss some tips and some ways to make it easier, maybe, and so that your water's not boring. Did you know that the body is made up of 45 to 75% of our body weight is in water? And we need to consume 8 to 10 glasses um, of water. Or these glasses need to be 8 ounces. So that calculates out to be about 64 to 80 ounces of water. And that's the low end. If you can consume a little bit more, that's great. This 8 cups of water ends up being about two liters, which is about a half a gallon or so. So that's kind of some general guidelines. Again, also, if your doctor is telling you to increase your water or if you're exercising and sweating a lot, then it's important that you have more water as well. And it's always important that you're drinking water and eating before you exercise and especially drinking water through your um, exercise as well. Those are just some, some side tips that are important during pregnancy. So let's go back to some of the difficulties with for first trimester. I know that some women um, consume or eat watermelon and it's a solid liquid. So that's one option as well. If you're trying to get that water and it's just a chore, consider watermelon being one of your solid liquids and another form of water as well. Consuming water and making sure you're getting enough is really important on the container you, you use. And that might seem trivial, but I don't know about you. I have found myself, if I get a water bottle that I don't like, it's more of a fight. For me, it's lids that screw on. And so I found that I need more of a fat straw or one that's easier to just flip the lid and suck the water out. How about for you? Do you prefer a straw, a metal straw? Do you prefer like a Yeti cup? Uh, do you prefer having one larger container so that you can measure it out. I know some people like the quart-sized jars and just know, oh, I need to go through X amount today, and it's a way of pacing themselves throughout the day. So check out your container, that's real important. Another thing is adding flavor to your water. Now, I've gone to like women's um, a shower or an event, and they have those beautiful containers with ice and mint and cucumbers in them and the water just tastes incredible because somebody else has fixed it for me. But can you do that for yourself? Can you be intentional about making your water not boring? How about some cucumbers? Have you tried cucumbers with mint? Do you like that flavor? 
finding a flavor that really meets your needs and really energizes you is important. Some people like to switch the flavors from day to day and give it a little bit more variety. What about lemon and strawberries or lemon and blueberries? Or do you like a combination of lemon, lime, and orange? That's great too. Uh, so it's just trying to put that combination together that you really like. Do you like your water cold? Or do you like it more room temperature? Or do you like to drink it hot cup of water in the morning? That's a tip that I've used myself and I've been very intentional about it. Drinking a cup of hot water in the morning even before I start my coffee um, for the day because we're dehydrated from the night before and it helps with getting our bowel, move, bowel movements and everything going for the day. So that can be helpful if you're dealing with some constipation. Now keeping your water close by, keeping your water by your phone so that you're sipping on it throughout the day is another beneficial tip as well. And again, as we were talking about adding flavor to our water, I forgot to say, make sure you're getting organic fruit because you don't want any chemicals or anything on the outside of the fruit to be sitting in your water and then consuming that. This is a time that I think the money is well spent going for the organic fruit if you're going to be putting it into your water. If you don't want to do fruit, another option is essential oils. In the mornings, I like to put one drop of my lemon in my hot water, and that just gives it a little bit of a flavor. And remember that your oils are very concentrated, and make sure that the oils that you're consuming are made to be consumed as well, because not all oils are for consumption, and you want a pure oil. So quality of oil is very important. Another thing, oil that you can put in your water is peppermint. And sometimes that's a good flavor for when it's hot water, almost a peppermint tea. And did you know that the concentration of essential oils is pretty concentrated because one drop of essential oil of peppermint is equal to 28 cups of peppermint tea. Yeah, 28 cups. So that's pretty amazing what essential oils can do and what they are and so just know that you're knowledgeable and you know how to use them and you're using good oils as well. A side note on this too is if you're consuming any peppermint even topically on your skin or drinking it in your water make sure that you're not doing them with this when you're breastfeeding because because peppermint can decrease your milk supply. So don't inadvertently hurt yourself by trying to be, make good choices. Just be aware of that as well. So again, I would challenge you to really consume the water and know that it's going to help prevent headaches, migraines. It's going to help with bowel movements. It's going to help with decreasing Braxton Hicks. I know that in third trimester, if you're having those contractions and trying to figure out, is this a real contraction? Am I going to labor or Braxton Hicks? Um, a good option is to drink water and rest, and those should go away if they're Braxton Hicks. And another thing is, is third trimester, stay hydrated for the purpose of the water that you consume 24 to 48 hours before delivery affects the pelvic floor, tissues, and muscles. It gives it more elasticity. And you can't really replace that with an IV once you're in the hospital. And 
I know this can be a challenge because for some women, you have a planned and scheduled delivery. So you know, and you can be very well hydrated. For others, you don't know when your delivery day is. So it's very important throughout that third trimester to stay hydrated and make those intentional efforts of um, taking care of yourself, even up until the very end. And I know when you're breastfeeding also, you really want to drink water and keep it close by. I know every time that I sat down and I was nursing my sons, um, I would always say, oh, and I'd ask my husband, can you bring me a cup of water? Because I was instantly thirsty as soon as I nursed. Some of you may have related to that and understand that. And how I forgot my water every time I sat down and nursed um, was beyond me. Maybe it's just pregnancy brain. But ladies, waters cannot be overlooked. And it's simple. And, but just being intentional, making it more enjoyable. Water doesn't have to be boring. So hopefully those have helped you out with some fresh new tips. And today you can take one simple step towards health and healing. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.